This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3474 for Thursday the 25th of November 2021. Today's show is entitled, HDR and Audio Fun. It is the 80th show of Operator, and is about 11 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, comments on show and audio processing. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hacker Public Radio with your host, Operator. Today I'll be talking about audio and kind of response to the community news around intro, outro, music, whatever. So I have some comments and replies. The rss-future.php is awesome. I'm going to use that one instead so that I can get in front of any requests for episodes. I don't follow the mailing list very well, so by the time I follow the mailing list and see anything in there, then I won't see the call for shows. Um, so anyways, the rss-future is really cool. I did donate to the Honest Toast donation link on the About page. haven't seen that. been with HPR forever, and I didn't know that you could actually donate to them. I didn't really want a server, but I also wanted to contribute. So that's cool. I would say for the donation thing for Honest Toast, maybe make a different, a higher value or a static user input field for that. So you could put maximum of $2,000 or whatever. But I would say, you know, make it more than 20 or whatever. But I did do the 20, but I would have done like 50 or something. Anyways, that's that. The HPR public code on Honest GitLab doesn't appear to be up as of today. So what I'd like to do is have, you know, somebody reach out to me, especially if there's existing code out there. I definitely can take a look at it. If you guys aren't, if you guys are willing to share it, send me a link. I'll double check the mailing list and the URL. But anyways, if there's existing code, I can, I can change that to make runs of automation because that's what I do. I automate everything. Let me know if I can help in that way. And I've, I've asked before, but I haven't done anything active except the post on Vosk and my Texas thoughts around tagging and all that. So um, I look forward to hearing some comments on that one around my little script that would convert audio to text keywords based on. Anyways, that's that. The second thing would be running a compressor or limiter. Now you can get a hardware-based compressor limiter relatively cheaper, cheap, that takes like HDMI input even. I do it through software, so I have a media center at home that I use for Kodi, and that machine will run a, there's pulse effects, and there's also, which is a flat pack, and then there's also a one for digital audio as a, a device, as a new device called Dynamic Range Compression, L-A-D-S-P-A plugin. That's kind of for dynamic range compression, do that or whatever. And I will copy and paste my notes and all my Kodi stuff in the show notes. But anyways, that is available to you. You can adjust that in Linux. Um, for Android, there's a program called that I successfully use called Glycox, G-L-Y-C-O-X for Android, that you can have an audio compressor. I think it's it binds, it bounds the whole system. So you don't have to like play your music through that player. Prior versions of Android, you had to play the music through the equalizer to gain control over audio. And they've opened some of that up to allow you to control audio devices with an app. So that's cool. So it's G-L-Y-C-O-X. That is a compressor which I use for 
the lows on podcasting. So when I'm listening to a podcast, I can trim uh, and use that compressor feature and limiter feature to compress and limit the uh, lows that come through and also kind of uh, not make my ears bleed when I've got crappy USB sound and I can make that, I can adjust and EQ that sound to my liking in real time. So people, folks that have problems with, you know, limiting or it's too loud. Once, once audio, once you have a signal that's reasonable, that doesn't have a lot of disturbing noises in it, that's a clean sample. And that's sometimes the problem, but most of the time it's a, a noise, background noise, which can be fixed, or it's a click pop thing, or like me, I'm moving around and I have a headset on my face and that's the most annoying one to me. It's not constant and it's variable in nature. And, um, there is kind of, it's kind of a low, this is kind of a low quality signal or a low volume signal. And I'm having to boost it and remove silent. So with that said, if you have it loud enough for your ears to hear the, of course, voice of a podcast, then once you have it loud enough, then you can use limiters to equalize it, compress it, make sure that there's no, you know, loud, you know, disturbing noises in it. And you can save that profile. I'm probably sure that Andrew or Apple has the same thing, but I'm assuming most of the folks listening aren't Apple people. But there's probably an Apple uh, equalizer. Not an Apple equalizer, but you want an Apple compressor or limiter and or dynamic audio. Um, We're not talking about equalizers. We're not talking about, you know, noise reduction. We're not talking about um, noise removal or click hospital. We're talking about compressing the audio. Um, to where you have a bunch of uh, layers of sound coming in and they reach a certain peak and you can trim those down or like, for example, dark mode or night mode for your receivers, which they have since removed, where you have a really loud movie with really loud music, you can compress that audio. For example, the Blade Runner, new Blade Runner movie has very loud music in it and towards the end, it's even louder somehow. So um, that's a really good example that I used the last scene of the Blade Runner um, one of the last scenes of the Blade Runner music with all the, with all the water, um, I will use that to test my um, compressor. And once they pass that test, then I will continue listening to whatever it is I was listening to in hopes that my ears don't, don't blend, even sometimes not enough. So audio compression is key. Once you have a loud enough signal that you can hear, then you can manipulate that signal in most cases and remove noise if there's silence or noise gate or noise profile profile. And then if there is a click pop, you can generally remove that yourself. Of course, that requires extra work. Now, what I will say, as far as Audacity goes in any other program, the process of making voice audio clean could probably be simplified and automated. I guarantee you it can be automated to the point that it will be pretty rare in the instance where you have bad audio, unless the signal, unless the audio can't be heard, in a clean manner, or you have random things like me moving around and making like poppy noises, um, those can't be removed automatically, but a consistent electronic and or noise background, obviously. So what I would say is that we could implement when someone uploads a, an episode, you could say, please allow for at least 10 seconds of silence in the beginning of your audio recording for automatic noise removal. Now you can choose not to do that if you know what you're doing or whatever, you can choose not to do that, and the program will automatically detect that there is no silence in the beginning of the, the episode. And there is, you know, within the first, you know, 30 seconds of the audio, we can say, okay, if within 30 seconds there's no distinct change in the decibel meter or the loudness of the text, we can we can say, okay, they, they, they didn't do the noise removal. 
they didn't want the noise removal within that recording. So we'll automatically just trim that trim that down or whatever, do whatever we need to do to post-process. But if we want to do automatic noise removal, we can say, please allow at least 10 seconds of silence for no- automatic noise removal. That will reduce a, a fair amount of stuff that comes through that's pretty bad because we can automate that noise reduction and kind of clean up the audio. And there's a million ways that people prefer the audio to come in, but I prefer a little bit of, a little bit of bass for, for low voices. Um, but I don't want my ears bleeding when I'm in the car or driving down the street and having it loud um, to the point where I have to turn it up so loud that the lows on the voice vibrate the whole car. So anyways, 10 seconds of you know required uh, or suggested silence. I can write a script to detect if that silence exists or not. If it does exist, use that for the noise profile. Automatically span, span that across the whole sample. And then we'll have noise reduction, automated noise reduction within within HPR. Now the second piece is is like, you know, just bad, not quality or not being able to separate that audio out. You know, there's not really much you can do if it's really bad bad audio, there's not a whole lot you can do if it's uh, mine is probably the peak of this audio is probably the peak of, you know, annoyance or quality about as low as you can get before things get kind of irreversible type of deal. So what I'll say about like quality, increasing the quality, there's not a whole lot you can do outside of that. That please allow 10 seconds of silence for your recording so that we can automatically remove noise. And I can do all that, no problem. The second piece is, is the intro, the volume of the music, and the volume of uh, maybe the text-to-speech. Maybe we want, we want to glue those together. What it felt like to me is that the audio was a little high on when you when we mixed when you mixed in the audio with the the text to speech so you know general audio needs to be background you know background music or background music in the audio so especially you know they're talking going on so you want to have that music be gated out and then you know if they're talking you want the talking to be heard and then just barely hear that music in the background to the point where they can hear it but they don't necessarily can determine exactly what the music is or whatever so you want that music to be as low as it can without not actually hearing it that's how i feel comfortable and if i've heard a podcast or any other show if they start talking over the music it's generally disturbing every time but in where i've heard it work in some cases is that you know that music is so low you can barely hear it and it just provides kind of an ambiance to do the text to speech or the the person that's talking i used to do it i don't prefer it anymore but sometimes it helps with boring voices like myself the other thing I'll say, I'll give you guys your time back here. I think that's pretty much it. I would say Vosk could help in that instance. So if a user wants to just have audio or they just want the voice, we can text a speech or speech to text their episode, pop that out into a text to speech only, and then they can use any e-reader or whatever they want to speech to text the uh, transcribed stuff through Vosk. So that's pretty simple. We can do that with no little to no work based on the episode I did with Vosk and the automation around converting media to text and keywords. So I can definitely do that. But give me a handle on the code. If not, I can write code to do that. Take some example, find some example audio from HPR episodes that's not ideal. And I can try to run some automation around those and then just hand you the script and say, here, just run this, and it will fix all your, your audio or whatever. About the compressor, I think that's pretty much it. I'll let you guys go, and I might do another one, and we'll go from there. Thank you. 
You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.